What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Connor Knows Wrestling. And today's episode of Connor Knows Wrestling is a two-parter. So in the first part of today's episode, I will be talking, giving a quick rundown of Wednesday night uh, NXT and AEW Dynamite, which will start a new segment. And in the second half of today's podcast, uh, I will be giving a, my preview and predictions for Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory 2019 happening this Sunday. Let's get into it. What's happening, wrestling fans? This is Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. And we drop a podcast every Wednesday, and you can catch us on Saturdays on Brain Buster Radio. And right now, you're listening to Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. All right, guys. Uh, welcome back from that quick break. So um, we're going to go ahead and start off uh, a new segment where I kind of run down uh, AEW and NXT. Wednesday Night Wars, week three. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into the quick rundown of uh, AEW and NXT. I'll give you the, my pros and cons from both shows. And then I'll go into the ratings and my thoughts on both shows. <clears throat> so first up as a pro for me is Darby Allen. So... What a lot of you are probably thinking right now, how can Darby Allen be a pro if he lost a world championship match? Um, the answer is actually simple. Um, and for those of you who wondered why Allen deserved to be in a match against the top name in AEW so early in the promotion's existence, he proved it Wednesday night. He proved why on Wednesday night, um, the Philadelphia street fight aspect of the bout played to Allen's strengths, and he delivered in spades. And heading into the match, everybody knew Jericho would win. Uh, going into his title title defense against Cody at full gear, uh, but we'll go ahead and get into more of that in a minute. The crowd believed uh, Allen had a chance, expect, except for the skateboard spot. Allen pulled out all the stops to get the crowd behind him. So my final thoughts on this pro is Allen doesn't lose anything here. Jericho needed to help the help of fellow inner circle member Jake Hager to retain the title. So in that in that sense, he remains strong despite the defeat. And he's sort of like a younger version of Jeff Hardy and building his fan base each time he steps into the ring. I am personally a fan of Darby Allen. So let's go into a con of AEW this Wednesday. Rio versus Britt Baker happened on free TV. Uh, now, I personally have nothing against the match. It wasn't bad. But I personally think it could have had a better backstory behind it. Uh, and it could have gotten the proper attention from the sold-out crowd and that it deserved. Um, the match was not was cold with with the fans uh, sat on their hands until the final moments. It should have been built up for full gear and not for an addition of dynamite. 
Um, so my thoughts on this is AEW has to remember the new fans are watching this show on television and inside the arena each, each week. If it doesn't explain who Rio and Britt Baker are, then why should people care about them? Uh, I believe this is something the promotion needs to be uh, mindful of going forward. Yes, AEW is the new kid in town, but the pun, but the honeymoon period will eventually wear off. The sooner it starts doing this, the more the more it will help in the long run. So let's go ahead and move on to NXT. I personally do not watch NXT live because NXT has been slacking. Um, and we're, we're going to get in more to that uh, with the ratings in a minute. Um, my pro for the week for NXT, Keith Lee versus Donovan uh, is it, Digital back, excuse me. I know I'm I'm pronouncing that last name wrong. Um, this is by far the best match on NXT this week. Men who weigh about 300 pounds aren't supposed to move uh, the way that these guys did. What Lee and Digital back, what Lee and Donovan can do once they step inside the ring to me is quite breathtaking. Um, I saw some of their matches and. Uh, pro Wrestling Gorilla, and they were better than what we saw Wednesday night. But this was the best of all three of their bouts so far in WWE. What they showed this week, excuse me, is a small sample of what they can really do. The same crowd, and the crowd ate it up with chance of both these guys, and this was awesome. Um... They do big man moves like power bombs, vicious forearms, and power locks. But then you get inverted hair and get the uh, inverted hurricanes from Lee. And and the thing that I was thinking about if WWE gave them about twenty five minutes and let them bring out the entire arsenal, you would likely see that match of the year in NXT. Let's get into another con. What's going to a con of NXT? Tommaso Ciampa's return. The fact that Ciampa returned seven months after next next surgery, five months earlier than he was expected, is a testament to him and how hard he worked. But the ball was dropped here. A comeback of, of that magnitude should have been built up for several weeks with the return set for a takeover event in November. Instead, Ciampa was used to kick off the show as a ratings boy booking him against the lower-level talent and Angel Garcia. Garcia. And what should have been a one-sided squash match to make Ciampa look invincible? Garcia, Garcia was given too much offense for a little over three minutes of action. AEW wasted a golden opportunity to present what should have been a historic moment, considering Ciampa was NXT champion before having to relinquish the belt because of neck surgery. One last winner for AEW. For one last pro for AEW, the Cody video package. Uh, I believe if you weren't sold on the AEW World Title match between Chris Jericho and Cody at Fuel Gear, then you, you were after this excellent video package. The company is telling the story of the executive vice president of All Elite Wrestling in his quest uh, to win his first title, even though he was Ring of Honor and a in it NWA World uh, Heavyweight Champion. He did an excellent job of talking to his wife, Brandy, his mother, his mentor, and good friend, Diamond Dallas Page, Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, MJF. What Ross said 
about Cody needing to uh, be the wrestler instead of the corporate guys gave the package an extra shot in the arm. And it really drove home that Cody needed to be 100% focused on becoming a champion. Uh, and the last con I had for AEW this week was no promo from John Moxley and Kenny Omega to hype up full gear. Um, Moxley and Omega had my full gear on November 9th. Three, and three weeks into Dynamite, we still haven't heard a promo to promote the match. It faced off in a tag team bout with Omega teaming with Adam Page and Moxley with Pac. Face-to-face spot they did in the middle of the ring was tremendous. Uh, the crowd ate it up. There needs to be more, though. People want to see the match, but AEW is also of, in the business of selling pay-per-view and subscriptions. So it needs to spell out to the audience it's trying to cultivate why these individuals want the match and want to win it would mean to them and the grand scheme of things. There are still three more shows, so hopefully there will be some promos before the event. All right. So my last pros and cons for NXT is is next. And uh, a pro for NXT this week is Io Shirai. And if there's a better female wrestler than Shirai, I like to... And let me take that back. Shirai is a fantastic female wrestler, but I don't think she's the best. Even though she's flawless in the ring, makes everything look so easy in a match against an unproven Caden Carter, though she, how she did the deadlift German suplex and the height she got on that springboard dropkick was amazing. Uh, the way she's positioned as a monster hero for is perfect for her character. Her promo work has gotten a lot better since she came from stardom to WWE. Wrestlers coming from Japan have a tough time learning how to cut a good promo, but she has taken the time to learn English and is getting more confident each time out, which again has helped her overall character. And it's an only matter of time before she wins the NXT Women's title, why she hasn't won it. And why she hasn't won it already is a, a topic for another time. A programmer three victory isn't a wrong way to get the current title holder, Shayna Baszler. And my last uh, con for NXT this week before I get into the ratings is Beth Phoenix. I personally have nothing against Beth Phoenix, but she did get picked on last week, and here we go again. It, it, but I saw people picking on her last week, and I, I now understand why. She just isn't showing improvement from week to week. Nothing coming out of her mouth feels organic, which is why you should want from an which is what you should want from an announcer. Phoenix has a difficult time finding a happy medium between talking loud and in a normal voice. It's nearing the time where AEW should consider coming back to two. She considered cutting back to a two-person booth as SmackDown has Michael Cole and Corey Graves with Marlon Ronell and Michael McGinnis. AEW should not want to get to the point where fans stop watching because of an announcer. Phoenix has a lot to offer to the current wrestlers, but it should be in the behind-the-scenes role. So let's get into the ratings. This is according to Brian Alvarez on Twitter. 
at Brian Alvarez. AEW stayed above 1 million with 1.14 million viewers this week for the third uh, show. Um, for the third for the third show overall, and NXT did seven hundred twelve thousand viewers, which is a hundred thousand viewer drop from last week. And ratings wise, it's not looking good for NXT. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into what this podcast. To what today's episode is really about. Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory uh, 2019. Uh, it will be available to watch on Fight TV and traditional pay per view. The show will take place this Sunday night at the Odom Expo Center in Villa Park, Illinois. Um, so let's go ahead and get to it. Uh, first match, we have a call your shot. Gauntlet match. Um, the as of this recording, the participants are yet to be announced. Uh, but the winner can choose any championship match of their choice. Next up, we have the a uh, six-man tag team match: the Rascals, the Rascals versus Doctor Wagner Jr., Ariel Star, and Taurus. I believe is how you say that. Um, I, they have been building, uh, excuse me, um, the Rascal, I believe the Rascals were, uh, Impact Champion, uh, Impact Tag Team Champions, and then they dropped the belt to the North, and then they, they kind of been in the spot, uh, Dr. Wagner Jr., I don't know anything about Aerial Star. I've seen his I've seen there's Aerial Star Doris. I've seen a little bit of their stuff. But if I had to pick a winner here, I would pick the Rascals and Dr. Jr. The Rascals, excuse me. Next up, Impact World Tag Team Championship three-way match. The North will be defending against Rick Strong, Willie Mack versus uh, Rhino and Rob Van Dam. I'm just going to say this now. I am a big fan of the North. Uh, the North has quickly become one of my favorite tag teams in Impact Wrestling. Um, Rick, Rick Swan, I've seen him when he was with uh, WWE uh, when he was on 205 Live. Rick Swan, he's a good talent, not a big fan of him. Willie Mack, I've... Uh, Seen some of his independent stuff and stuff with uh, NWA. He, Willie Max, of uh, he was with Lucha Underground, and uh, Willie Max is a former uh, NWA national champion. Rhino and Rob Van Dam, former WWE guys. Uh, if I had to pick a winner for this match, I will pick the North to retain. Next up, we have here Ken Sh- Ken Shamrock versus Moose. Moose has kind of been like for me personally, he's been kind of on the if- the iffy side. Ken Shamrock, uh, he's 
he uh, did do some tapings uh, for NWA Power. Uh, I like Ken Shamrock a lot, so if I had to pick a winner here, I would be going with Ken Shamrock. Next up, we have an intergender ladder match for the Impact X Division Championship. Jake Crist will be defending his title against Tessa Blanchard, Daga, Ace Austin, and to be announced. I'm a fan of OVE here. All right. I, I, I like OVE. I like Sammy Callahan. I like Jake Crist. Uh, and it, I'm going to be honest, it's because they are, they are all Ohio boys. I'm a, a Ohio boy myself. So got to rip the uh, team from Ohio, OVE, Ohio versus everyone. Uh, Tessa Blanchard, the best women's wrestler in wrestling right now. And if, if you know my Twitter handle, at Connor underscore 12, by the way, don't, don't tweet me and say, Oh, uh, Tessa Blanchard is not the best women's wrestler. Yada, yada, yada. Shut up and watch some of her matches because Tessa Blanchard is the best women's wrestler right now. Uh, Ace Austin, I believe he uh, did some work with MLW, so I'm familiar with some of his stuff. Uh, I believe he did some stuff with uh, MLW. And Daga... Not familiar with uh, that name. If I had to make a prediction on what the t uh, TBA uh, wrestler would be, I'm going to throw out a wild card and say Johnny Impact is returning. I know it's a wild card. But, but my pick for this ma ladder match is Tessa Blanchard. Next up, we have the Impact Knockouts Championship. Taya Valkyrie will be defending against Tennille Dashwood. Not a big fan of either of these two women. Uh, I don't watch much Impact on a weekly basis. I really only watch their pay-per-views. But if I had to pick a winner for this match, the one that I'm most familiar with is Taya Valkyrie. Excuse me. Impact World Championship. Brian Cage will be defending against Cammy Callahan. Now, I like both guys. Um, Brian Cage had an excellent match against Michael Elgin uh, at Slammiversary. Fantastic wrestler. Now, let's go into Sammy Callahan. At Slammiversary, he made a vented that pay-per-view an intergender match against Tessa Blanchard. If you have not seen that match, that main event match was fantastic. Tessa Blanchard really show out, showed out, and Sammy Callahan showed out. These two beat the living heck out of each other, and it was a fun wrestling match to watch. So with that being said, I'm going to throw out my wild card pick, 
And I'm picking Sammy Callahan to be the Impact World Champion by the end of the night. I'm picking Sammy Callahan because I I do believe that Sammy Callahan is, is that top heel. Just to put it bluntly, he's the top heel in Impact Wrestling right now. And and to put the title on a top heel like Sammy Callahan, I think that would really elevate uh, the Impact World Title World uh, World Title, and it will get some eyes on Impact because people know who Sammy Callahan is because he's done some work in MLW and he's done some work on the independent scene, PWG, uh, AAW. I'm not really sure what else. But I think if you want to get some eyes on uh, Impact Wrestling, I think to hashtag the draw, uh, Sammy Callahan will will draw people, draw viewers to uh, Impact. Alright guys, I wanted to take the uh, end of today's episode to say thank you guys for listening uh, to the podcast and, and helping it grow. Uh, with, without without people like you, this podcast would not be possible. Um, you guys, my the people, the, my fan base, I should say, my fan base that I have, you guys have been uh, really good uh, about tweeting about the show i i've seen some of the reviews on itunes um you guys are amazing and i just want to say thank you for listening to the show and don't forget to uh subscribe if you're new for a weekly wrestling podcast podcast will be reviewed uh podcast will be released uh every friday and uh a occasional saturday every once in a while um, I do throwback Thursday reviews on uh, Thursday, only on special occasions, where I review old wrestling pay-per-views. And again, don't forget to uh, follow me on Twitter at Connor underscore 12, and the link will be in the show notes. Again, thank you guys for listening. Connor is out. <laughs>